Welcome to Ask the Tech Coach, brought to you by the TeacherCast Educational Network. If you are in charge of professional development and looking to build an innovative digital learning experience, this is the podcast for you. Join us each week as we uncover strategies that tech coaches are using to drive their digital transformations one classroom at a time. And now for your host, with over two decades of experience working with tech coaches and edtech companies from all around the world, Jeff Bradbury. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Thank you so much for joining us today and making TeacherCast your home for professional development. This is Ask the Tech Coach podcast, episode number 153. And today we're going to be talking about the three things that you guys want to be looking to do before the school year starts. And I got to tell you, I'm nervous about this year. There's a lot of things coming up. There's a lot of things going on. But the one consistent thing that we have going for us this year is Sue Vincent is with us today. Sue, how are you today? Welcome back to Ask the Tech Coach. How are you, my friend? I am great. I hope everybody out there is doing great. And you are in back to school mode as this episode releases. And I can't wait to hear and see all your comments about how things are going and what your big plans are this year. There are a lot of great things going on. One of those things we're going to be talking about is what is happening tomorrow on August the 10th. We're going to be having the first of our two back to school tech coach roundtable episodes. We're going to be talking all about how to create the perfect tech coach website. If you guys are out there looking to do something online, creating that perfect tech coach website, what's on it? What goes into it? What do you need? And most importantly, what kind of things do you want your teachers to be able to do? We're going to be talking all about that stuff. Head on over to teachercast.net forward slash webinar and register today. It is a free session. And I know we say webinar, guys, but it's not going to be us talking over slides. It is going to be a big roundtable meeting. We're here to to talk to each other. We're here to support each other. And if you guys have a great looking tech coach website or even one that you're working on, bring it with you. We would love to have you guys. That again is August the 10th at 8 15 Eastern time. If you can't make it, that's okay. We're going to be doing one next week also on tech coach newsletters. So don't forget this week and next week, we've got our tech coach roundtable coming back. I hope you guys have a chance to check it out. Of course, all the episodes are going to be archived over at askthetechcoach.com, and you can find us on Twitter at askthetechcoach. And, Sue, we have a fantastic guest on today. I want yes, to bring I'm on very excited. Ms. Dana Bingham-Cruz. Dana, how are you today? Welcome to the show. Welcome to Ask Welcome. the Tech Coach. Thank you. Thank you. I'm doing well. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, I have been in education over 15 years. Uh, I'm currently in a K-5 school, a public school, um, in a southwestern suburb of Chicago as an intervention and enrichment coordinator. Um, I'm looking forward to the school year. I think we have about 18, 15 to 18 days left before our first official day of school. I can't believe it. I know that sounds so cliche. Um, you know, my students, when we were recording this, just got done early uh, or, or actually say extended school year. And we're looking forward to some things. But enough about the, the, the edu triplets. We talk about them all the time. Talk to us a little bit about Dana. You are a Google for Education Certified Trainer, mm -hmm. uh, level one, level two. But you also get a chance to work with things like Flipgrid, Screencastify, Seesaw, Cami. 
why is this important? Because I get this question a lot. Like, why is it important for educators, for coaches, for PD people? Why is it important to go out there and use the summertime to get those badges, get get acquainted with things, you know, get up to date on what's new and latest and great in the world of ed tech? Why do you do the things you do? I think it's nice to have options to provide to anyone who's looking for support. Um, if you know a little bit or a medium amount about uh, a lot of different things, then you're able to provide something that's going to work for them and their students. That's great. Yeah, very, very well thought out. And we talk about meeting our students where they are. As coaches, we have to think about that, too, of meeting their meeting our teachers where they are. So that's a great valid point, Dana. I'm looking forward to a good school year. I just got my assignments and I'm actually going to be in two new buildings, uh, two buildings who are changing constantly right now. Uh, one building has a brand new principal to it. Um, but a principal who's been in the district for a while and knows what she wants. She's got her reputation. She's got a lot of good things going on. The other building at the time of this recording doesn't have a principal yet, doesn't have an assistant principal yet, and is in a little bit of a state of flux. And I absolutely love the fact that I am able to have the opportunity to go into these two buildings and help um, two new administrators and two new administrations really um, create their vision, come up with it, help their teachers yes. out. There's other instructional coaches in these buildings. So I know I'm going to be able to get a chance to work with these people, mentor these people, uh, you know, work side by side to help teachers move forward. I'm looking forward to it, but there's a couple things that we need to be thinking about before that school year starts. Sue, you and I have been talking about this for a while. Even our last episode was, you know, those conversations that we want to do. But really, even as we're setting up those conversations, there's one important thing I think everybody be, needs to be doing before they get back to school. Sue, what is that one most important thing that tech coaches or really any educator these days needs to be working on? Well, you need to start by get, just getting organized. You've had the previous school year. You've found out what worked for you, what didn't work for you. You've had the summer to kind of regroup or at least the last couple of weeks to start thinking about regrouping after you've enjoyed some time off. So getting yourself organized as you get ready to start the year because you can't mentor those teachers unless you yourself have some have some kind of organization and good approach there. So Dana, how, how do you go about as a coach, as a leader, as a mentor to start organizing yourself in the new year? Uh, the first thing I actually did uh, a couple of weeks ago was to set up my calendar. Mm. Um, I both have a paper calendar because I'm still a little old school sitting right here next to me. <laughs> um, but I also have a digital calendar too, of course. Um, so I was just getting those all set, making sure I'm marking date, down dates that they've already told us about or important meetings or important events and uh, sending up, setting up your calendar that uh, your staff members, your colleagues, any, anybody you support can sign up for support or to work with you is also very important. Getting that set before you even start the school year so they know exactly where to go to call upon you for help. 
So what does that mean? Does that mean that you're in, let's say, Google Calendar and you're making those appointment slots? Does that mean that you're blocking off time? Does that mean you're creating booking forms? Like what, what does Get Your Calendar organized? What does that look like to you? I prefer to use Google Sheets, actually. Okay. Uh, Google Calendar is very rigid. Um, I would have to go in and set up the time slots and then it would have to be this exact rigid amount of time that people could only sign up for, uh, where in the elementary land, uh, and especially in a building where you have kindergarten teachers all the way up to fifth grade teachers, everybody can be extremely uh, on, on different various schedules. So it needs to be extremely flexible like Google Sheets is. I like that idea, right? Because doing Google Calendar does take time. It doesn't really look as pretty. Um, and to have something like Google Sheets where you can put it all together, I, I like that idea, right? I, I I find sometimes people don't look at that as the first choice. I look at that as the last choice. I have a question for you. Um, many people out there listening to this might say, I, I don't get it. I see it, but I don't get it. Would you be able to share that 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 Google Sheets with us? And uh, maybe what we can do is we can put it in the show notes here under episode 153 with you know one of those slash copy things. And anybody who wants it, they can download it. Would you be willing to uh, share that with our audience? Absolutely. I have a template for myself that I can just share out that I make a copy of every year myself. So I'll just share that one out. Nice. Awesome. So g getting that calendar organized is one of those things as far as the organizational structure. But Sue, there's a there's a few more that I, I feel like we've already talked about this this one maybe a few weeks ago when we talked about getting organized at the end of the school year. But I bet you not everybody took this advice. What is that other thing that we need to be thinking about organizing? Right. If you haven't already done this yet before summer started, now would be the time to start doing that is organizing your drive, whether you're using OneDrive, Google Drive, whatever you're using, get it organized so you can find your files. Yes, I know in Google Drive you can search for your files, but, you know, there's those of you out there like me who like to have the folders and like to have them color coded. If you've been <laughs> listening to me for very long here on this podcast, you know, I love my colors. So, color code those folders or whatever makes you happy makes you be able to find those files quickly because you know inevitably when a teacher or administrator is asking you for something you don't want to be just perusing around and fumbling around looking for it you want to have some kind of visual idea of where to find that file I totally agree and that's something that I recently did um, I didn't go as in detail Maybe as, as Sue, maybe you would go. I, I created an archive folder and I just dumped everything in there. But at least I cleaned my drive um, and I got things out. I did delete a lot of stuff. You know, my suggestions would be things like unstar or unfavorite everything, remove tags, you know, clean your inbox. But, but you know, that, that mighty archive folder is great. If you're going to go and, and color code things, that's great. I mean, I love color coding things. It, I, I guess I do it. It's it, what is it called? The, the Hansel and Gretel effect where every folder inside of a folder is like a different color. So I just follow the blue folders and I get to a certain thing. Or if I follow the red folders, I get to a certain thing. I don't know. I'm kind of weird like that too. We all have our nuances. We all have our things that we do, but the bottom line is start the year clean, right? Like the way my drive looks right now, it's got two folders on it. One says personal and one says school. 
And inside this school, I've got one folder per building and now an archive folder. So that way it is starting that madness. Um, but when I get into my drive, I see two folders. Um, Dana, how, what's your thoughts? And, and you know, when, when you talk to your teachers about this subject, what's your organizational theory and philosophy? I do have, I do love the colors uh, and little emojis in front too. <laughs> um, I do have one color that I use for folders that have been shared with me that I'm not supposed to mess with just so I don't reorganize it to my liking when it's not my folder and I shouldn't be doing that. Um, I make those red. So I'm, I'm like warning myself, Hey, don't mess with this. Don't Dana, don't, don't it. So it's not <laughs> yours. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I date a lot of folders for the school years. Um, especially if it's one that's like tracking everything I've done with, uh, my colleagues that, that school year. Uh, so I usually just create, I haven't yet, but I will create the 21, 22 folders for this school year. You know, I don't think I've ever heard that advice of taking the folders that aren't yours and yeah. color, coloring <laughs> them a certain color. I, I like that idea. I do too. That's just a different way to look at it. We've all trained on don't mess with the shared with me filter, sure. but I think I like that way of uh, approaching it too, just to remind ourselves. That's good. So we're going to be organizing our hard drives, cleaning out our inboxes. And yes, it's, you know, creating an archive folder is just as difficult sometimes as hitting that archive button on your inbox and dumping 45,000 emails out there. Um, Dana mentioned the calendar. I also spent some time this summer cleaning out all my to-dos. And that was to-dos on the Google side, on the Microsoft side, all those hidden things. Just wipe it clean, take a deep breath and move on. So number one, get yourself reorganized, refocused everything. Now, the next thing, Sue, kind of ties back to last week's episode that we had. Yes. Um, what is the second thing that we need to be thinking of and need to be doing before the school year starts? Well, like Jeff said, we went into a lot of detail on these conversations last week, but get those meetings set up with your administration. They need to happen. That's a huge top priority. Get them set up as soon as you can. If a principal is assigned to that building, contact them now and get because they're going to be having staff meetings. You're going to want to be invited to those staff meetings. Get on that now and get it going. What's your thoughts on this, Dana? Do you have meetings? Do you set up times to talk to principals, administrators, teachers, et cetera? For sure. We, we want to make sure that we're on the same page and we're thinking along the same lines as far as goals that we have for the year, for uh, staff and, and, and students for that matter. Um, you just want to make sure that everything's in, in line and uh, at least uh, an outline for what you believe the year will be. And it doesn't have to be face to face. You know, if yeah. you got 10 minutes, you can you can hop on a, 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 a team's call. Right. We can do something like that and, and just, hey, how you doing? Right. I, re I recommend getting in with your principals. I definitely recommend getting in with some of those general teachers. I understand not everyone's checking their email, but at least poke them. You know, if you've got a, a bunch of lead teachers, just say, hey, hey, how you doing? How's the summer? Um, we've said this before. I think we said this last week. They don't have to be business calls. Just a no. Sue, how's your summer? How's your family going? I just wanted to check in. 
right? You don't want to let them forget that you're there for them. You know, like Jeff said, it doesn't have to be a business call. It doesn't have to be a business email. Check in, see how they're doing, how they're feeling. And that'll help just hearing their voice or seeing their tone and their written reply will give you a little bit of feedback of just how to approach the beginning of the year. And the also thing I might give you is the idea of, oh, that person's not coming back. Yes. I now have to do extra planning or I might now have to think, okay, this person isn't coming in, you know, who else isn't coming in, things like that. Dana, what do you think about all that? Uh, yeah, I actually just met with one of the uh, the fifth grade team leader from this uh, my previous building and uh, helped her with a few googly things and then just chatted and caught up and it was over zoom. It wasn't even in person. She's about to have a baby. So we were talking about all that stuff. So it was both school related and just a quick catch up. I like working with new teachers. I like working with new administrators for one reason. I, I feel weird saying this, but you know, if I'm working with Sue, I, I, the idea is Sue, this is how this works. But if Sue's a new person, I can say, Sue, this is how we do things. And it's a little bit easier to kind of get them and train them and mold them and, and do all that other exactly. wonderful stuff. So um, I know this is the time where you're getting new people and, you know, it doesn't have to be Sue. I'm looking forward to the school year. Aren't you? See ya. It could just be, hey, Sue, how, how is the family doing? How's everything? And just, try, just trying to start those relations, those non-ed tech relations, if you will, start them now. So that way, when you see them on that first day of school, it's, you know, hey, Dana, how was that trip to somewhere, right? All things going on there. So number one, let's work on really getting ourselves organized. And number two, set up those meetings, shoot out those emails, or at least write them. You know, you can put them in a canned email and say, hey, and that way on September 1st, you just blast them out as you will. Now, the other thing that we want to hit today, the third thing, and I think this is one of those most important things, is getting yourself organized. Sue, what are some of the things that we want to be thinking about putting together, reorganizing, updating? What do we want to be thinking about for ourselves and, and, and really so that way we can start the year the right way? Well, you're going to be thinking about what you're going to be training on, what topics you're going to cover this year with your teachers and administrators. So you want to go ahead and start creating those templates now or those forms now that you're going to use, whether it's going to be a walkthrough form to collect oh, what's going on or your coaching website or your coaching newsletters that you're going to hear more about in the next few weeks. So, you know, start getting at least the templates ready. You may not have the content ready for it yet, but get the template, get organized the way you want to arrange these so that you're ready to plug in the content with whatever topics you're going to be covering with your teachers this year. I would even go as far as saying if you have a website that you're creating and you think it's awesome and you've got thousands of examples, pull some. Right? Like, teachers don't want to start that day, that, that first week in school, and be overwhelmed by your ed techiness. Um, Dana, I see you shaking your head here. Do you have a philosophy for things like newsletters, websites, things that we get excited about as Googly people and the teachers are like, dude, I just got to get myself into my <laughs> yeah, class. Not what, yet. Not yet. <laughs> what's your thoughts on that? When is, a, when is a good time to introduce the controlled chaos that is a newsletter or a website? Sure, sure. I, 
I actually have quite a few years started off the school year just by going in and being an extra set of hands. If you're there to show the teachers that you've got their back in more ways than just ed techiness, then they're more likely to turn to you when they need support for your ed techiness. Um, I've just sat and read to their kids um, so they could organize papers or, you know, so they could set up the next lesson plan. Or um, I've just done just simple things like that just to get my foot in the door, especially when I was uh, in the new building. I just wanted to get my face out there and have people know that I, I was there for more than just ed tech stuff. I think that's a good piece of advice. Sue, what are you doing as the school year starts to sh not, you know, show off and showcase what's great, but you don't want to be overwhelming these people. Yeah, absolutely. I've been composing um, my introductory emails. I mean, they all know who I am, obviously, but new teachers don't. So, you know, I start out that email and remind who I am, what I do, and then kind of give them just three to four highlights of the things they need to know from me to start the year to not hopefully not overwhelm them. So I've been working on my intro email, getting that ready to send out um, next, next week. Um, they'll be back and we're getting that ready to go. And then like we talked about, just tracking tools, looking at that monitoring tool of when I'm meeting with a teacher of we covered this, this, and this to be able to, use that data for administrative documentation and evaluation purposes and so on and so forth. Guys, we want to know what you think about these things. And you know, some of these seem obvious. Some of these things are, 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 you know, are designed to make you go, oh, I should be thinking about that now. Oh, it's the beginning of August. Oh, 18 more days. But these are so important to know and to think about. And I know we've got a lot of coaches who are listening to this who are starting the year off for the first time. And we are so thankful for you to be joining us. This is Ask the Tech Coach, and we do drop these shows every single Monday. You can find out more information about the show over at askthetechcoach.com. But wait, we do have a bonus thing here. Sue, what is that bonus item? What else do tech coaches need to be thinking about doing and getting ready for that school year? So update your own training whether it's training for your own self by developing a pln of other tech coaches out there and we spent some time talking about that in last week's episode updating your own training that you do with the teachers kind of like your templates and the other conversation but just update your training find out what's new be in the know in the loop whether that be through twitter facebook groups the Tech Coaches Network, what have you. Find a way to keep up to date with what's going on so you have the ability to update your training, your notes, your slides, your website, and all that good stuff. Dana, I see you're shaking your head. You must be one of those people that is constantly out there. You know, you've got, you're working with Screencastify. You're working with uh, Seesaw, Cami, Google. What advice do you have for anybody who's sitting there going, you know what, I got two weeks. I, I'm still on vacation, but if I can do one thing to get ready, what should teachers be thinking about doing to get themselves ready for the school year? I uh, took it upon myself to do a few self-paced self courses over the summer uh, through my district uh, just to make sure that I was up to date and refreshed on all of the initiatives and um the big goals that they were pushing for this upcoming school year. 
so that I was uh, ready for the kickoff, the kickstart of the school year, just to be sure I was refreshed on everything that I needed to be refreshed on and ready to go myself. I think finding one thing, right? Like you don't want to overwhelm yourself before the overwhelmingness happens. Uh, Even my own coaches, somebody recently said like, what could I be doing this summer? And I said, look, you know, either a go sign up for your level one or level two Google test or uh, get onto education.microsoft.com and become an MIE and just, you know, get, get in favor, eh, wrong words, but I mean, get, get in with whatever the major brand is in your school district. If it's a, you know, become a Google trainer, become a Microsoft trainer, MIE level, whatever you want to do, work out all those different things and make sure that you guys are the ones that your district can go to that way when you're doing during the school year stuff, you know, you're, you're kind of there, you're in those networks, you have those abilities, but that's just us. I'm sure you guys have another, you know, three or four things that you're thinking about as you're listening to this. And we would like to hear from you guys. Don't forget. You can check us out over on Twitter at ask the tech coach. And don't forget that tomorrow we are doing the first of our tech coach roundtable webinars, all about tech coach websites. We're going to be doing it on Tuesday, August the 10th at eight 15 Eastern using a platform called Microsoft Teams. I hope you guys have a chance to check it out. You can find out more information over at teachercast.net slash webinar, and you can sign up for this one. And also we'll put up the same link starting on Wednesday. So you can sign up for the one on the 17th too. Dana, I want to say thank you so much for coming on today. Uh, You are amazing. You've got a wealth of information. And I want to say congratulations on all your successes and good luck this year. Please consider coming back on for future episodes. You're always welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed myself. Where can somebody go to learn more about the great things that Dana's doing? Uh, You can find me uh, on my website, DanaBingham.com, or you can find me at EdTechBing on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. And we'll make sure we have links to all of those things over in our show notes. This is episode number 153. Sue, what are you going to be doing over the next couple of weeks as we get into the school year? Well, preparing for the school year, preparing trainings for my teachers, but I'm also um, working hard over at my YouTube channel and over at my blog at techimaginations.net. Lots of great stuff over there. And and we've got some other things coming up here. Don't forget, we also have our YouTube channel for Tech Coach Weekly. Lots of great things going on there. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Sue, we just hit the 2 million view mark. I am so excited about all that stuff. Oh, that's cool. And we're doing so good for that. So, guys, I want to say thank you for not only 10 great years of TeacherCast, but checking us out for over 153 episodes. Next week, we're going to be doing episode 154. We're going to call that one How to Effectively Engage your teachers during that first week of school if you're sitting around going i'm new i don't know what to do and school is coming up that is definitely the episode for you so stick around that one's going to be launching on august the 16th and i hope you guys have a chance to check this out and all of our stuff so on behalf of dana and sue and everybody here on the teacher cast educational network my name is jeff bradbury reminding you guys to keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students 
You've been listening to Ask the Tech Coach, hosted by Jeff Bradbury of the TeacherCast Educational Network. Please reach out to the show with all of your questions on Twitter at Ask the Tech Coach or online at www.askthetechcoach.com. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And please take a moment to write a review in the App Store.